we started the Checking In podcast with two goals in mind. First, as bankers, to share cool technologies and financial tools and strategies for businesses and individuals. Second, to highlight some of the awesome small businesses and services that we have here in North Andover. We thank you for listening and hope that you learned something and come back for more. Welcome to the Checking In Podcast with Amy LaMarche. Um, We are here in the sunny studios of North Andover Cam on Main Street, North Andover. And um, I have with me a a new guest today, a new business in town, um, Jonathan Mandel of Blue Blue Moon Estate Sales. Exactly. And um, I I had heard about it and I met you at the Fall Festival initially and um, was very, very curious about the concept because I really wasn't familiar with it at all. So I, I thank you for taking the time to come in this morning and um, look forward to learning more and uh, having you share what you have to offer. Um, so Jonathan, can, can you give us a little background about yourself? Sure. Um, thanks so much for having me here, Amy. It's great to have the opportunity to share. Um, our story and and what we're doing and you know sharing it with our local community Um, so our background my background my wife and I started this business um, in March Uh, before that both of us have worked for about 20 years in corporate America Um, we'd always worked in companies that service small businesses so places like Intuit or Constant Contact and places that you know build software Um, and so in those contexts um, spent a lot of time visiting with small businesses so I was a product manager so that was my job being in the field and seeing these small businesses work and the challenges that they had so after 20 years of commuting Boston and and whatnot um, my wife and I decided that we would love to have our own small business knowing the challenges and hearing sounds like insanity actually (laughs) yeah Um, well we we you know we we got a good realistic view from talking to these places not just about the challenges but at the end of the day no one would ever do anything different right they they would never go back to working their corporate jobs they would never go back to you know being you know having someone else as their boss once really? they've started really? okay. and, and that is something that was exciting to us so we, we kind of knew eyes wide open going in that, that this would be that would be difficult but but hopefully rewarding and now we're you know since march so seven months or so into the business and yes it's difficult but yes it's also rewarding well the the other thing i think I truthfully could never work with my husband. I would kill him, <laughs> truly, and it would it would not last very long, and it would not end pretty. So I'm I'm impressed. Thank you. Yeah. Well, my, my a lot of people have said the same thing. How do you work with your spouse? I, I think we benefit from, you know, we are a blended family. So this is both our our second our second marriages. So. We have not had the full 25 years together that maybe, you know, might burn, burn some people out. Um, so we, we really, you know, between the two of us, we have five children. Um, two are hers, two are mine, and we have one that's ours. And, you know, we, we really do as a team function, right? We both run the house, take care of the kids, and now the business. So it is very busy. It is very crazy. Um, 
there is no way we could do this as well if we, if we didn't partner so well together. So we're very fortunate that way. We'll see after 10 years of running the business how we feel about see that. See after three years of running the <laughs> business. I'll be, I'll be checking in. Uh, now let's dive into what the business actually does. Blue Moon Estate Sales. Sure. So uh, again, when we started looking at small businesses, we knew right away we wanted something that would benefit the community. We wanted something that serviced a population that we know was in need and growing. And we also, um, something that would be, you know, would be profitable and be able to sustain our, our lifestyle on the way through. So when we looked across at different businesses that we wanted to get involved in, um, we kind of got into this world of estate sales where essentially when we have people that are leaving their homes um, for one reason or another, it could be because they're retiring, it could be because they, um, they are moving on to an assisted living facility. Uh, sometimes it's people who have taken possession of, uh, of a loved one's estate. Um, they end up inheriting a, all of those belongings and they have to figure out what to do with all of those belongings. So for us, you know, that need rang very true. My, my parents, we went through our own downsizing and it was a nightmare trying to sell things on Craigslist and, you know, my mom wanting to get top dollar for everything. My dad wanting to just, you know, burn it to the ground. We'll start brand new. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was stressful and it was difficult. Um, so there was a need there that we could see within the community, um, you know, trying to, to be able to help these people transition. So what we do is we basically hold what is called an in-home estate sale, where over the course of two days, we will come in with our team, we will stage the home, we bring in our own tables and black tablecloths and lighting, and we make it an upscale shopping experience. They give it like a pop Like a shop. boutique, kind of. Exactly. And so what'll happen is people will come. We, we advertise this through our own mailing lists and people who follow us. There's, there's a whole culture around estate sales shopping. Uh, people love finding new and unique things. People love finding great deals on, uh, on pricier items. And so what we do is we drive anywhere from two to 300 people through that home in the weekend. And by the end of the sale, we've usually sold 80 to 90% of the goods that are there. And that's just a, a great feeling for the, the homeowner because they know that their things have now moved on and been rehomed and to, to places where people will enjoy them. You know, I, I think people, we, we definitely are able to help donate, you know, what remains. Um, at the end of the day, usually the biggest challenge is, yeah, so what, what do I do with all these things? And we hate seeing people having to call, you know, kind of the, the 1-800-GOT-JUNK or the clean-out places when these things could live on. So how do, obviously, you know, we have, you've, by the time you've scheduled the, the sale and so on, you've had communication with the homeowner or the adult child that has now inherited the home to sell. So how does the initial contact work and you know how do you figure out what to sell and um, can you just walk me through the whole process? Absolutely. You know one of the best places that we can that we can uh, get basically referred from are realtors or uh, assisted living directors or whenever somebody knows that there is a client that will be needing to put their house on the market and need to um, clear the contents of their home, that's when they call us. And what we do is free consultation. We'll go in and we'll go through with the homeowner. What, what items do you want to keep, right? We always, people want to keep certain things. Um, and then we understand the breadth of things that, that people are looking to sell. 
there's usually a misconception that estate sales, it's only high-end antiques and, 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 you know, huge homes. But the truth of the matter is, we can sell anything in a home. So everything from, yes, those, those antiques and jewelry and cars, but the everyday pots and pans and dishes, you know, that those are things that people are looking for and shopping for. So the everyday furniture and, and, and things that, um, things that you look around your own home and you think, huh, rather than going somewhere to buy them, I could go buy these at an estate sale. So when we look through, we usually get a pretty good idea whether it makes sense. And if it does, what we do is we find a date on the calendar. We usually like to hold the estate sale over a two-day period, so like a Saturday, Sunday. Um, we can book it out, obviously, in advance. We usually need about a week beforehand to go in. We take professional uh, photographs of all of the items in the home, showcase them in their best light. We have our team that will come in that week before the sale, and we will set everything up. We bring in our own tables, our own lighting, tablecloths, and again, it's this like kind of boutique shopping experience, as you mentioned. Yeah. Um, and then the sale itself occurs over those two days. We fully staff it. Um, it it's really well organized. You know, our customers are great. And again, at the end of it all, we are able to clear that 80 to 90%, and then within five days, we were able to get a check over to our client, which they greatly appreciate. Ah, that, that's my question. So how does the fee work? What's, what's the pricing? Right, so you know, we, we really work on commission only. We, we do not charge any fees for, for the consult, or we don't pass any fees along to our clients. We, do, we just find you know, the credit card fees, marketing fees, advertising fees, we, we do all of that. So we don't pass that on. We just have one flat rate commission, and it really does depend on the items in the home. For example, if we're selling a $20,000, you know, old Jaguar, right, we're, we're not going to take the same commission on that that we would on the pots and pans and dishes that we sell. Um, so it really depends on the circumstance. You know, we, we find ourselves to be a, a, a very affordable option, mainly because at the end of the day, you are receiving the check. And what that check does for you is a couple of things, right? It puts some money in your pocket to help fund whatever's next, but it also takes care of that 10% that remains that needs to be cleaned out. Um, and, you know, these are items that, that could just, you know, things that people just don't want to buy, right, that, um, that remain. And so that can be costly. So they appreciate having the money to offset that. So are there any, now that you've been working with people who are, you know, in this position of selling their homes, and I, I deal with a lot of this. I, I work at Salem Five Bank in uh, North Andover on Chickering Road, and um, I have a lot of customers of, of all different ages and stages of life. Um, the real estate market has been crazy, um, and a lot of my older clients have been selling their homes. Um, so I, I actually uh, look forward to making some referrals to you because, again, this is a new um, resource that I'm just learning about. But um, what is the ideal client and are there any clients that you would avoid or that this wouldn't work for? And what about the timing on it? Should somebody get rid of as much as possible first or, you know, when should they contact you? Oh, those are awesome questions. Um, so I'll start with the ideal client. So because we hold the estate sale within the home, it, it has to be a home that you can envision, 
you know, a couple of hundred people going through and shopping in and being comfortable. So okay. homes that have heavy smokers in, in the past, that, that just does not work very well for us because people don't want to shop in that environment or, you know, a lot of like pet odor and things. So think about okay. it as terms of a, a safe, comfortable shopping environment. Also, it, really, it's typically single family homes. Uh, the homes do not have to be huge. Right, we find that anything that's you know three bedrooms or bigger generally gives you a good flow for people to be able to walk around. Uh, we just did a sale this past weekend in Burlington that was you know only a fifteen hundred square foot home, but the flow worked really well. We were able to set it up beautifully and, and frankly clear out most of everything that was there. But it really is this idea of a, a home within a neighborhood is always great. You know, if you are in a condo on a busy street. Where are, you, where are the cars going to park? How are they going to? How are you going to get people in and out of that efficiently? Yeah. Um, if you have a homeowners association, which we don't have that many here, but and they are very strict about letting people in and out, this is probably not a good option for you. Oh, okay. um, but what we will do when we do go, we'll give you what the other options are. There are other ways of, of, of accomplishing this that that should help people feel good. So, I always say, give me a call first. We we can help walk through that. So from an from an ideal client, that's you know that's kind of what that looks like. Gotcha, and then again the the timing. Yeah. So we ideally the market, as you said, has been red hot. We have gotten calls from people who say, "Hey, my house sold in a day, and they need me out in three days." That is not going to work <laughs> for us. Um, we need we need a week. So the sale itself takes place over two days, but. Um, we, we need that week before, ideally, you know, to, to both, we want to take the good photos, we want to market the sale, we want to drive as much interest as possible. So we, we don't want to be stuck with trying to get this all crammed in in a couple of days. We, it won't do as well for you. And so that's why we like to have at least a week, two weeks is ideal, and usually leaving a day after the sale so that people can pick up some of the pieces of furniture that they might have bought because they have to arrange for trucks and whatnot is always good too rather than having the closing date be literally the next day. Gotcha. Okay. That, that, that high pressure. Um, I remember in the past um, you had said you had been contacted by a couple after they had sold some of or given away some of the stuff that you probably could have sold. So I'm thinking the minute you decide to sell your home is the time to call you guys yeah once you're thinking about it so it is this funny um this funny thing that happens right we look at the things in our home and we think ah oh, nobody's going to want that that's junk and then we throw it out or we you know go donate it down at you know local donation places um or we think oh my gosh that is the ugliest rug i can't believe we still have this in our home we got to get rid of this the things that you might think wouldn't bring value brings interest and interest drives more people to come and those people once they come to see that rug that you thought was ugly that they think is beautiful whether that rug is there a rug or not ideally they will see everything else in the home and generally when people come they buy they really do enjoy shopping we have great employees so customer service is, is extremely important to us um, we're helpful, help people move stuff out into their cars. So once they're there, they, they do tend to shop. We don't get a lot of people who come and leave empty-handed. Um, so yes, it really is, as soon as you're thinking about it, please don't bring all the stuff to donation. We can donate after the fact, right? Please don't throw a bunch of things out. If it is broken, truly broken, yes, you can throw that out. But if it's even just something that has a little damage on the surface of a table, we have people who come that 
they're furniture refinishers, and they're like, oh, no, I gotcha. want this, I want this 1950s, you know, uh, um, you know, perfect table that I want to be able to finish up myself because it was made out of real wood. So whatever you think might have value is generally going to be different than the value that other people would assign to it. So let us help make that decision for you. We're experts in that. I love it because it's such a, <laughs> Jonathan, when, when I talk to people who, again, are, are facing selling their homes and this look of terror <laughs> comes across their face, especially if they're, again, maybe moving into a condo or assisted living where the space is so much smaller. Um, so I really like this option. And, and it's, it's always stressful, right? That type of transition, we've all done that, you know, big move at some point in our lives where we need to pack everything up and go. And it, it's stressful, like whether it's even a happy occasion, like, hey, I'm finally retiring to our dream cottage out in, you know, New Hampshire, right? That That is still a stressful experience. Um, some of our best customers are people who are empty nesters, right? Their kids are never moved on. And now they don't need the big home anymore. Um, but again, going through all of that memorabilia and all of those items bring back memories and, and it's a hard experience. So we help offload a lot of that stress, you know, let us go through it, let us make, you know, take care of it. Um, you know, I think that that really comes through and when, when we come to visit with people that they really enjoy kind of that, that care that we put into it. So as I think about um, advice for people who might be facing this in the next few years. I tell myself, don't bring anything else into the home. <laughs> but the challenge is, again, moving stuff out as well. But it, it truly sounds like a, um, a, a really good option. Um, Jonathan, what is your wife's name? Yes, so my wife and I, so my wife's name is Tara Haas. So Jonathan Mandel, Tara Haas, um, you know, again, Blue Moon Estate Sales. Um, we work, just so you know, the whole Merrimack Valley, North Shore area. So while we uh, live and, and love, you know, being in North Andover, um, you know, we will work this whole kind of North Shore area. So really, you know, again, from a, where we do our work, it can be all around. Now, I had come across you because of the North Andover Merchant Association. So you are a member. And I have been trying to invite businesses that are members of the Merchant Association um, onto this program. So again, I, I thank you for joining me. Um, did you have anything else that we didn't cover that would be really important to add? And as you do that too, I, I like some contact information. If somebody hears this and would like to reach out to you and Tara. I greatly appreciate that. Um, no, I, I think really right now my, my, my hardest job is just spreading the word to let people know this is an option, right? You, you don't have to go right to you throwing things away and donating everything you have. You, you don't have to worry about kind of the stress of how am I going to handle this all on my own, right? It's just this is a great option. Let us come in and help. Um, so, yes, you can reach us, obviously, you know, Facebook and online and, and, you know, our website. So if you go to bluemoonestatesales.com, You'll find us, you know, you'll, you'll see our story there. You'll see our upcoming sales there. Um, you can also find us on Facebook. Um, we're Blue Moon Merrimack Valley. And so you'll find us there. Um, from a, you can always give us a call at, you know, any time. So you can call me, 781-698-7379. So I answer the phone pretty much all the time. And uh, again, we're, we're happy to help any way that we can.
Excellent. Oh, the, the other thing I wanted to uh, remind myself is you could be a shopper. I could follow you. I actually did sign up for your mailing list. So I know what's going on. I greatly appreciate you bringing that up. Yes, so there are two components to this. Yes, those are our clients that we love and we help. From a shopping perspective, I think that people now are starting to really latch on to the idea of the sustainability. And I don't need to go and buy brand new things every single time I want to get something and then try to buy it as cheaply as I can, only to have it break in a year and then have to buy it again. You go estate sales shopping and what you'll find is you'll find items that are of great quality for the same price that you'll buy some of those new things that aren't. And honestly, finding the unique and the interesting, I, a woman who called because we had a picture of a, of a, uh, of an old like um, sterling plated bowl. It's a nut bowl, but it's got a little squirrels hanging on the end of it. And she thought, oh my God, this is, I have to have this thing, right? These are the types of items that you just, you would never know that you that, that you would that you would find and love. So shopping at estate sales is, is is a fantastic way. My wife is, you know, very fortunate. If had I known this, we would have been estate sales shopping for the last ten years for everything in our home. <laughs> well, the the nice thing is is you can preview because you said you take pictures of all the items, so you can sort of scan and uh, see anything. But I remember you telling me you you won't reserve items, so you got to show up early. Um, to make sure you get that thing that you can't live without. Exactly. We will frequently have lines of 20 or 30 people at 9 a.m. when we open. Um, people will come early, early in the morning to grab number one because we put numbers up on the doors before the sale so that you can get in line. It, it, there are those items that people have been looking for their whole lives to complete a set or something that they remember as a child that they loved. And so, yes, the, there is a... There is a, a thriving network of people that shop these once you get involved in it. So I, I guarantee once you start shopping estate sales, you, you will, it, you, it, it's a bug. You'll, you'll catch it. Cool. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. So I have to close out the show by saying, um, well, we're reminding you, this is the Checking In Podcast with Amy LaMarche. Um, our podcasts are found on the Anchor platform. Um, at the North Andover CAM website, which is N-A-C-A-M, I'm sorry, yeah, North Andover, C-A-M.org, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Um, so check us out there. There are other podcasts that the studio does produce. I want to remind the community that this is a tremendous resource available to all North Andover residents and North Andover businesses. They've got a beautiful studio space and wonderful, helpful staff. So please connect with them and take advantage of this, again, incredible resource. Um, and uh, the next show that I'm going to do, um, I had said that I would focus on technologies as well as local businesses. So I'm going to cover um, cash management for small business. Um, so if you are a small business owner and looking for some pointers on how to move your money in a uh, easy, inexpensive, and safe way, uh, tune in for the next podcast, which is not yet recorded, but I will be doing it soon. Uh, take care and have a wonderful day.